Hello and welcome to New Creation Common Prayer, a daily communal prayer and worship practice for followers of Christ. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 78, 1-39. Listen, my people, to my teaching. Tilt your ears toward the word of my mouth. I will open my mouth with a proverb. I'll declare riddles from days long gone, ones that we've heard and learned about, ones that our ancestors told us. We won't hide them from their descendants. We'll tell the next generation all about the praise due the Lord and his strength, the wondrous works God has done. He established a law for Jacob and set instruction for Israel, ordering our ancestors to teach them to their children. This is so that the next generation and children not yet born will know these things, and so they can rise up and tell their children to put their hope in God, never forgetting God's deeds, but keeping God's commandments, so that they won't become like their ancestors, a rebellious, stubborn generation, a generation whose heart wasn't set firm and whose spirit wasn't faithful to God. The children of Ephraim, armed with bows, retreated on the day of battle, They didn't keep God's covenant. They refused to walk in his instruction. They forgot God's deeds as well as the wondrous works he showed them. But God performed wonders in their ancestors' presence, in the land of Egypt, in the fields of Zoan. God split the sea and led them through, making the waters stand up like a wall. God led them with the cloud by day, by the lightning all through the night. God split rocks open in the wilderness, gave them plenty to drink, as if from the deep itself. God made streams flow from the rock, made water run like rivers. But they continued to sin against God, rebelling against the Most High in the desert. They tested God in their hearts, demanded food for their stomachs. They spoke against God. Can God set a dinner table in the wilderness, they asked? True, God struck the rock and water gushed and streams flowed, but can he give bread too? Can he provide meat for his people? When the Lord heard this, he became furious. A fire ignited against Jacob. Wrath also burned against Israel. But they had no faith in God because they didn't trust his saving power. God gave orders to the skies above, opened heaven's doors, and rained manna on them so they could eat. He gave them the very grain of heaven. Each person ate the bread of the powerful ones. God sent provisions to satisfy them. God set the east wind moving across the skies and drove the south wind by his strength. He rained meat on them as if it were dust in the air. He rained as many birds as the sand on the seashore. God brought the birds down in the center of their camp all around their dwellings, so they ate and were completely satisfied. God gave them exactly what they had craved. But they didn't stop craving, even with the food still in their mouths. God, So God's anger came up against them. He killed the most hardy of them. He cut down Israel's youth in their prime. But in spite of all that, they kept sinning and had no faith in God's wondrous works. So God brought their days to an end, like a puff of air, and their years in total ruin. But whenever God killed them, they went after him. They, were, they would turn and earnestly search for God. They would remember that God was their rock, that the Most High was their Redeemer. But they were just flattering him with lip service. They were lying to him with their tongues. Their hearts weren't firmly set on it. They weren't faithful to his covenant. But God, being compassionate, kept forgiving their sins, kept avoiding destruction. He took back his anger so many times, wouldn't stir up all his wrath. 
God kept remembering that they were just flesh, just breath that passes and doesn't come back. Today's Old Testament reading comes out of the book of Genesis, chapter 26, verses 1 through 6, and then verses 12 through 33. When a famine gripped the land, a different one from the first famine that occurred in Abraham's time, Isaac set out toward Gerar and toward King Abimelech of the Philistines. The Lord appeared to him and said, Don't go down to Egypt, but settle temporarily in the land that I will show you. Stay in this land as an immigrant, and I will be with you and bless you, because I will give all of these lands to you and your descendants. I will keep my word which I gave to your father Abraham. I will give you as many descendants as the stars in the sky, and I will give your descendants all of these lands. All of the nations of the earth will be blessed because of your descendants. I will do this because Abraham obeyed me and kept my orders, my commandments, my statutes, and my instructions. Isaac lived in Gerar. Isaac planted grain in that land and reaped 100 shirim that year because the Lord had blessed him. Isaac grew richer and richer until he was extremely wealthy. He had livestock, both flocks and cattle, and many servants. As a result, the Philistines envied him. The Philistines closed up and filled with dirt all of the wells that his father's servants had dug during his father Abraham's lifetime. Abimelech said to Isaac, Move away from us because you have become too powerful among us. So Isaac moved away from there, comped in the valley of Gerar, and lived there. Isaac dug out again the wells that were dug during the lifetime of his father Abraham. The Philistines had closed them up after Abraham's death. Isaac gave them the same names his father had given them. Isaac's servants dug wells in the valley and found a well there with fresh water. Isaac's shepherds argued with Gerar's shepherd, each claiming, This is our water. So Isaac named the well Essek, because they quarreled with him. They dug another well and argued about it too, so he named it Sitna. He left there and dug another well, but they didn't argue about it, so he named it Rehoboth and said, Now the Lord has made an open space for us and has made us fertile in the land. Then he went up from Gerar to Beersheba. The Lord appeared to him that night and said, I am the Lord of your father Abraham. Don't be afraid because I am with you. I will bless you and I will give you many children for my servant Abraham's sake. So Isaac built an altar there and worshiped in the Lord's name. Isaac pitched his tent there, and his servants dug a well. But Abimelech set out toward him from Gerar with Ahuzath, his ally, and Phicol, the commander of his forces. Isaac said to him, Why have you come after me? You resented me and sent me away from you. They said, We now see that the Lord was with you. We propose that there be a formal agreement between us and that we draw up a treaty with you. You must not treat us badly since we haven't harmed you and since you and since we have treated you well all, at all times. Then we will send you away peacefully for you are now blessed by the Lord. Isaac prepared a banquet for them and they ate and drank. They got up early in the morning and they gave each other their word. Isaac sent them off and they left peacefully. That day, Isaac's servants informed him about the well that they had been digging and said to him, We found water. He called it Sheba. Therefore, the city's name has been Beersheba until today. Our Old Testament reading comes out of the book of Hebrews, chapter 13, beginning with verse 17. 
Rely on your leaders and defer to them because they watch over your whole being as people who are going to be held responsible for you. They need to be able to do this with pleasure and not with complaints about you, because that wouldn't help you. Pray for us, we're sure that we have a good conscience, and we want to do the right thing in every way. I'm particularly asking you to do this so that I can be returned to you quickly. May the God of peace, who brought back the great shepherd of the sheep, our Lord Jesus, from the dead by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with every good thing to do his will, by developing in us what pleases him through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory forever and always. Amen. I urge you, brothers and sisters, to put up with this message of encouragement, since I've only written a short letter to you. You should know that our brother Timothy has been set free. If he comes soon, he, we will travel together to see you. Greet your leaders and all of God's holy people. The group from Italy greets you. May grace be with all of you. Our gospel reading comes out of the book of John, chapter 7, beginning with verse 53. They each went to their own homes, and Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. Early in the morning, he returned to the temple. All the people gathered around him, and he sat down and taught them. The legal experts and Pharisees brought a woman caught in adultery. Placing her in the center of the group, they said to Jesus, Teacher, this woman was caught in the act of committing adultery. In the law, Moses commanded us to stone women like this. What do you say? They said this to test him because they wanted a reason to bring an accusation against him. Jesus bent down and wrote on the ground with his finger. They continued to question him, so he stood up and replied, Whoever hasn't sinned should throw the first stone. Bending down again, he wrote on the ground. Those who heard him went away one by one, beginning with the elders. Finally, only Jesus and the woman were left in the middle of the crowd. Jesus stood up and said to her, Woman, where are they? Is there no one to condemn you? She said, No one, sir. Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go, and from now on, don't sin anymore. Light of the world, you step down into darkness. Open my eyes, let me see. Beauty that made this heart adore you. Hope of a life spent with you. So here I am to worship, here I am to bow down, here I am to say that you're my God, you're altogether lovely, altogether worthy, altogether wonderful to me. King of all days, oh so highly exalted, glorious in heaven above, and humble. 
humbly you came to the earth you created and all for love's sake became poor so here I am to worship here I am to bow down here I am to say that you're my God you're all together lovely all together worthy all together wonderful to me you're all together lovely all together worthy all together wonderful to me The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope in God's restoration of the world. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. We'll be reciting it every devotion between our song and prayer time. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, he is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Now, let's enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you to lift your prayers silently or out loud, whichever is more comfortable, depending on where you find yourself participating with us today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church around the globe. Help us to be unified in your mission today. 
May we be great representatives of Christ wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering, whether sick, injured, or oppressed today. May they feel your comfort, strength, and peace. And Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace and enable us to be peacemakers today. Lord, we come to you not just with needs, but also with thanksgivings for the many blessings that you've given us. We thank you for those blessings, including these. Now let us pray the prayer our Lord taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. As we close this time together, go with these words of reflection about God's work out of Psalm 78. God rejected the tent of Joseph and didn't choose the tribe of Ephraim. Instead, he chose the tribe of Judah, the mountain of Zion, which he loves. God built his sanctuary like the highest heaven, and like the earth which he established forever. And God chose David, his servant. Taking him from the sheepfolds, God brought him from shepherding, nursing ewes, to shepherding his people Jacob, to shepherd his inheritance, Israel. David shepherded them with a heart of integrity. He led them with the skill of his hands. May we today continue to shepherd God's sheep wherever we find ourselves. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's hymn was Here I Am to Worship, performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm, Old Testament, epistle, and gospel readings were by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created by Keller Gage. Today's episode was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels. 